0: Welcome to Unpack This. I'm your host, marketing and mindset coach, and founder of the holistic marketing method, Christy Pask. This is the podcast for creative small business owners who are ready to build internationally recognized, loved, and sought after brands. Each week, we'll unpack ideas, concepts, and strategies that will help you attract eyes, win hearts, drive sales, and grow your business. It is possible for you to become the must-have brand for your ideal client or customer, and I'm on a mission to show you how. I have helped my clients three times their incomes in less than three months, launch new brands and memberships, and supported them as they made their first sales, bought on their first employees, and as they began to outsource and scale their business. And I want to help you do all of this and more too. If you're looking for inspiration and actionable advice, you're in the right place. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Unpack This. In today's episode, I am absolutely honored to be joined by my friend and former client, Jess of Simply Jess Skincare. Jess is actually a licensed esthetician a product-based business owner and host of her own podcast, Learning to Glow, which she only launched in January this year and has just celebrated 26 episodes. That is six months of weekly podcast episodes. I wanted to invite Jess onto the podcast, not only because she is incredible at what she does, She has such a great story of how she moved from the corporate world into running her own business and why she decided to start her own podcast, which so beautifully complements everything else that she is doing. I really love Jess's story and her approach to business. She is always open to trying something new and genuinely wants to help people, not only through her own skincare brand, Simply Jess but she also has such a strong interest in wellness, health, and fitness, and she's bringing everything together in a way that so perfectly aligns for the Simply Jess brand. Before we get into the episode, though, please let me more formally introduce you to Jess. So Jess has been a licensed esthetician for 20 years and in the world of beauty for more than 22 Jess enjoyed working with so many clients in different spa settings, learning and working on many different skin conditions. She was the national educator for Kirsten Florian International, along with the director of sales and education for Kate Somerville Skincare. In 2012, Jess began to learn about the ways in which harsh and unnatural ingredients applied topically to skin can be harmful for our bodies. She discovered the typical skincare products on the shelf had questionable ingredients, while the more natural products that were available left her unimpressed. Utilizing her knowledge and vast experience in the health and beauty industry, Jess began handcrafting her own natural products with one goal in mind modern beauty and pure results. You can also find her podcast anywhere podcasts are available, Learning to Glow a show about wellness, health, skin, and women's well-being. I think we can all benefit from hearing more stories from founders, how they got to where they are today, how they built their businesses, or how they're building their businesses. And there is just so much that we can learn from one another. Without any further ado, let's welcome Jess onto the podcast. Jess, welcome to Unpack This. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Ah, My absolute pleasure. You have such an incredible story to tell and you have a truly amazing business. To start with, would you mind please telling us a little bit more about who you are and what you do?
1: Yes, So my name is Jess and I have been an esthetician and in the skincare industry for about over 20 years. And I've always loved treating people's skin and really working in the treatment room, but also training others. So I've worked for multiple luxury skincare brands as a trainer, I've traveled all over and I became a mom in 2010 and decided that I actually started to learn more about The things that we put on our skin and how our personal care and beauty products can have toxins in them and that can affect our health. So I very quickly decided that I wanted to sort of switch my protocol and what I was using on my skin and my family, especially just like coincide with being a mom, how that would be important for my kid. And I started making my own skincare. I started making personal care first. So I had deodorant and lip balms. And they were good and they were working so well that I was like, you know, I think it would be so fun to start making my own products and selling them. And around that, like a few years later, I started an Etsy store and I started to sell my skincare and I started with my lip balms. They were so popular and I still sell them in my line today. But I eventually kind of switched over into more of the face and targeted skincare for People who really want to see results in their skin, but they care about natural skincare and they care about the quality of their ingredients. Absolutely. Yes. Such
0: a good story. I love how the evolution of that business. And I, one thing I have found throughout interviewing people as well around their businesses is the journey is never linear, right? Like where we start in business is so often not where exactly where we end up. And you shared there. I guess, like a little bit of like why you got started, which is really interesting when you found out what we were putting on our bodies, on our faces, on our skin, and then that sort of evolved from there. So how did you grow this business? What did that look like for you? How did you really get started? Obviously, you started on Etsy and just what did that evolution look like?
1: Yeah, I started on Etsy and it's really hard to be seen on Etsy So I struggled with just finding people on that site. I was more like I had to go out into the world. I did markets and I shared with my friends and family, which they were so amazing because they shared with their friends. And that was sort of like a very slow process. I didn't really utilize social media in the beginning because I am a skincare expert, I won't say I know nothing. I knew nothing about the marketing world and how to grow on social media. And when I became a business owner, I was like, I have this one skill that I know really well and I feel comfortable with, but then you have to do all of these other things. And I felt that was a struggle for me. And I kept evolving with social media and that's really how I get the word out now. And I have people that find me there more than sort of like in the beginning of just trying to hope that people would find me on my website. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Social media has been a huge help for so many business owners, hasn't it? And I think you do incredibly well on social media. You are so great in front of the camera. And I think you have a bit of a film and television background as
1: well. Is that right? Well, I live in Southern California. I'm close to LA. And as like a late teen, I guess I was like 18. I went with a girlfriend of mine to uh, do a few shows. Like, I don't know if your listeners know what Boy Meets World is, but I did like a Boy Meets World episode and a couple other like really small things. But just because my friend was doing it and I was like, oh, this will be fun. But also like just throughout my career, I've had opportunities with a spa that I opened, like the news team would come in and I would speak. Or I think it's just the area that I live in. that's more prevalent that you would have those random opportunities. It was never something that I wanted to do for a career. I would be too nervous to do any of that. But I did love speaking. And a lot of my career was spent training people. So I educate people on how to do a facial, how to sell product, product technology, things like that. That was what I did. And so I always felt comfortable. And I think that's part of how I use social media is really I'm good at that education piece. So I do videos to break down things that are confusing to my clients, especially because it's very confusing. The topic of skincare, and you see so many things out there. Some of them make me really cringe, to be honest, because I'm like, that is not accurate at all, but it's clickbaity. So. People will go viral saying something about their skin or like what is good for your skin. And it's completely inaccurate sometimes. And I'm just like, ugh. But I think that's something that I took from my years as a trainer. Just I kind of brought that to social media. I'm just kind of doing it in a different way. So I think that's been helpful for me. Absolutely.
0: 100% agree. I think that your content as well, so much of that really good educational content. And like you said, skincare is. It's such an intricate topic and area. And it's one of those things as well where it is confusing for so many people to know what they're doing right and how to do that. And I do agree. You do such a beautiful job at really sort of showing people through that and how to perfect their skincare routines. But one of the things as well, actually, that I think you have done beautifully with this side of your business as well is you have started your own podcast which I think really leans in beautifully to your background in terms of like training and education and this interest that you have in not only skincare, but health and wellness and just taking care of yourself, I guess, physically, emotionally, mentally, all those sorts of things. Is that why you started your own podcast? And if so, like how has that changed your business and how has that changed you as a business owner as well?
1: Thank you. Yeah. I've always been really interested in wellness and the skin and well, the spa industry and wellness are one and the same. And the first company that I worked for, I was in my mid-20s. I was not the picture of wellness back then, but I started to learn about the world of wellness and yoga and drinking water and just all of the other fun treatments that you can have. And I just fell in love with it. And I've been very interested in it ever since. And having some of my own health issues in this especially the last few years it's even more interesting to me and important that i really dive into that world and learn how to heal myself and just be a healthy person and have my family be healthy so I, it came to me the idea of doing a podcast came to me like new, i think it was new year's day of this year and i was like that just is what i'm passionate about i want to talk to people about that are experts. And I want to learn from them because I'm just like so thirsty for knowledge when it comes to this topic. And I have also come a long way myself. And there's a lot of things that I wanted to share with with listeners. So that's how it came to me. And I also thought it would be just such a nice opportunity to share my my business and people who are interested in wellness and healthy lifestyle. They're interested in cleaner ingredients and non-toxic products. So I'm like it's just a perfect way to educate them, educate myself, which I call it learning to glow because I'm learning aside alongside my guest. And I have actually so much in this past 6 months that it's astounding and like a lot of things in my life have changed because of this podcast. So it's how it's affected me is huge in my life. I found that I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. It's just been so much fun. I've met so many amazing people and people are starting to be more aware that I have a line that my skincare can help with their skin. It's not just a product that's clean. It actually has result driven ingredients and you can have both. You can have natural products with results, which is something that when I first started was not a thing. Like all of the products that I saw back then coconut oil was like in its heyday. Everybody's like, just put coconut oil on your skin. I'm like, that is not going to cut it for me. Like, no, I love coconut oil, but it's not a one size like fix all. But yeah, I definitely think it's been fun to combine that with my line and share it with people. Absolutely. And it lends so
0: beautifully into everything that you do and sharing Everything that the Simply Jess brand is actually about, right? And I love as well that you mentioned there that you've got this natural skincare line, but it actually works, which I think can be a bit of a, like you said, you know, back in the day, there was, I guess, a bit of a thing where natural, organic, these things, you know, they existed, but they didn't work. So it's really cool that you've actually been able to create a formula that works. And I can't even imagine how difficult it must be to me. I just wouldn't even know where to start. How do you create a skincare line? What does that actually look like? How did you go about starting all of that process?
1: So I knew what I wanted to create as far as a product range. And I think that was helpful too, to know, okay, where am I going to start? What's the most important thing? And I did it kind of opposite of what a lot of people do, which is They come out with a range of like three basic things, like a cleanser and a moisturizer. And I was like, I want to do something that makes the biggest impact first. I want to do something that's going to change the skin. And a cleanser you put on and you wash it off, you can use any cleanser, really. It's not as important as something that's meant to go deeper into the skin, like a serum or a complex that can really help make a big impact on the appearance of the skin, the health of the skin. So I knew what I wanted just based on all my years of working with clients, hands on, what they needed, the questions that I got like a million times over and over and over. I'm like, okay, I need to look at what I've been asked over the course of my career and then make a decision on what to create. And then I reached out to a cosmetic chemist that focused in only natural ingredients. So she helped formulate my... Product, I came to her with, like, this is what I want. This is what it has to do. And this is the ingredients that I'd like to use. And then from there, we sort of work together and I hand formulate every product. I took a course in cosmetic formulation for natural beauty. And so I'm able to not only co create the formula, but also to recreate it in my home lab. And it is complicated. I think that part is my favorite part. And then Then you know, just figuring everything else out along the way, as far as how do you do this? A lot of research and trial and error.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It absolutely blows my mind. I have to be honest that you actually make the product. Once you've got that formula sorted, you know what you're doing, you know what the ingredients are, but you actually go out there and you actually hand make the product yourself, which I just find for me, someone who has never experienced that, I think like it is honestly mind-blowing that you can do that. Really, really cool. And I love that one minute you're in the lab, the next minute you're recording a podcast. Now you're sending out products, you're creating video for social media. As a business owner, we wear so many hats and yeah. we do so many different things. What do you think has been sort of some of the most challenging things that you've had to face as a business owner?
1: Yeah, it's so true. We have to do so many different things and so many different things that you're not comfortable doing. I think that's been a big challenge for me, like trying to figure out something on my computer, tech related, where I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to sort this out by myself. I have no IT department to call anymore. (laughs) Um, Thankfully, my husband is an IT wizard, so he gets many phone calls. But I do have that struggle of trying to learn something new and then be like, okay, I also have all of these things on my plate, but you have to like take a step back and try to figure out how to do something new that is not in your wheelhouse. And I feel like that is when I worked in past companies, I had my job and that was it. And we had people for every other role. And as a business owner, I feel like that's one of the most challenging things. It's also very rewarding because when you tackle something that is, definitely outside of your comfort zone and you achieve it. It's like such a confidence boost because you're like, Oh my gosh, I did that. I had no faith in myself and I did it like a minute of it. But at the end of the day, I did it, which makes you feel more confident to try something new. Go to the next thing. Cause I feel like there's always something new that's coming at you that you have to just kind of be flexible and patient with yourself for those types of things. And it is a challenge though, for sure. Absolutely. I feel you
0: on the tech issues. That's probably (laughs) the bane of my business owner existence as well. And there's always such a learning curve, isn't it? When you go into these things, like when you start a podcast, like getting used to all of that thing, and all of these things seem to take a really long time until you get used to them. But obviously once you master them, so rewarding as well. But I'm sure there are so many things like, you know, for me, I can say as well, so many things that are rewarding about owning a business. What do you think you love most about running your own business and creating your own brand?
1: I love having the final say in development and the creative process. It's like for a long time, because I was in such a corporate world for so long, I felt like you can't be the one to decide. You can make suggestions. The owner has to make that final call. And now I had to tell myself, I, wait a minute, I'm the owner here. I can do whatever I want. Maybe this isn't the way it's done in the industry, but who cares? Like, why not try something new? It's Why do something that everybody else always does? And so that's fun, I think, to be like, this is my jam. This is my thing. I can make the decisions. And I remember there was like a product that I really wanted my past company to create. I'm like, this is what the people want. I'm in the field like every day. They're telling me what their skin needs, what they want. They're begging for it. It would be huge. Like, let's do it. And they didn't do it. And I remember thinking, when you stay in that like mindset bubble of like, you know, this is the way it's been done. That wouldn't work here. I feel like you're selling yourself short. So I love that I can try different things, maybe in a different way that I want to do. And I'm the final say. So that's pretty fun when it comes to running your own business and the flexibility of your own schedule and you answer to yourself, which can be good and bad at times, especially when you may not feel like doing some things, you can get away with not doing them. But you, especially being a mom, having that flexibility that I can be there when I need to be there for my kids. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: It is fun, isn't it, that as a business owner, you get to determine what this looks like for you and what path you're going to go down and how you're going to do things. And we do have the opportunity to do something differently that previously, just because it's been done that way before, doesn't mean that we have to do it that way. So that is really exciting. I also feel like sometimes in my past experience as well, that has been quite scary because you think, like, what is that's wrong. What if I'm doing it the wrong way? What if this doesn't work? Because the buck does stop with you in this instance. And it's someone else giving final approval. Now it's you, you're the one giving final approval. And if it doesn't work out, it is on you. But then if it does work out, that's pretty amazing. So yeah, that's I right. definitely, <laughs> definitely feel those as well. And just before I let you go, I would love to know what is one piece of advice that you would love to leave listeners with.
1: So. There's a few things, but one of them is to never stop experimenting and trying new things. I think one thing in the beginning that I would do something or I'd try something new in my business and it wouldn't give me the results that I wanted right away. Let's just move on and scrap that. And now I realize a lot of things are a numbers game. We have to just keep trying more times that we need to or should and and try things in a different way and really. Don't worry about what other people think. And I know that is such a hard thing to do. I remember when I first started doing video, I had a friend come over to my house and she's like, I'm going to help you do this. I'll video record you. It was like the most painful experience I've ever had in my life. I'm like, this is so awkward. I'm terrible. I'm never going to feel good about this. And it took a while for me to feel comfortable in front of the camera. And I felt such weirdness about staring at my phone and doing a video. I'm like, this is I I don't know if I can do this video thing. I might just go back to static posts. And now it's like a breeze. It's just it was just practice and really letting go of like, it's okay if I don't look a certain way or I don't care that my hair is not perfect. I really don't care if you go to my Instagram. (laughs) There's no cares. (laughs) But I really feel like letting go of those thoughts of I, what will people think? Well, does this make me look negative in any way? And just keep trying different things and no one cares really at the end of the day. And if they do, it's just meaningless. So just really doing what you can to put yourself out there and just not worrying about any of the noise. Yeah, absolutely. I love that.
0: That is such a good share and such a great piece of advice. And I definitely feel that. And I know, Everyone that I've worked with, the clients that I've had, peers, friends that are all running their own businesses. I know everyone really experiences those same things at different points and in different ways. And yeah, the more you do it, the more you get used to it, the more comfortable you come, the better at it you become and the easier it just sort of seems to happen. So, yes, absolutely. I think so many people can relate to that. Thank you so much for sharing. And just before I finally let you go, Will you please share with us how people can find you, how they can get in touch and how they can shop with you?
1: Yeah, so my website is simplyjessskincare.com. All of my products are there. Actually, my podcast webpage is there as well. So if there's any, if you want to listen to the podcast, all the links are there. I love when people reach out to me on Instagram. I'm at simplyjessskincare. And a lot of people will send me messages and ask questions about their skin. It doesn't have to do with my product line sometimes. It's just general skincare questions. Send me a message. I love to connect with people and see what the questions are out there. A lot of times they're the same questions and that we're all looking for and trying to find healthier skin and all of that. So please reach out. I'd love to hear from anyone. Amazing. Thank you. And I will include
0: all of the links to everything that you have mentioned in the show notes. So you are just one click away. Thank you so much for joining me, Jess. I have loved chatting with you today and I so appreciate you being here. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. I loved it. So good to see you.
0: Thank you so much for joining me. If you're ready to go where other business owners haven't been brave enough to venture, excited to try something new and grow your business in a way that feels fun Easier and more ethically aligned, my one on one coaching and support might be just what you're looking for. And I'd love to support you as you grow an internationally recognised, loved, and sought after brand. Please head to my website, www.christypask.com, to find out more about working with me. Or head on over to Instagram and send me a DM, you can find me at Christypask and a huge thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Unpack This. If you're enjoying the show, I'd absolutely love for you to please leave a five-star review. Your support means the world to me and will help others discover this show. And of course, if you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Thanks again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.